The Broncos Blitz Podcast with Ronnie K. Welcome to the Broncos Blitz Podcast. My name is Ronnie K. Today on the podcast, we will be talking about AJ McCarron, who is now a unrestricted free agent. And uh, could he be a Denver Bronco? Do the Broncos want AJ McCarron? And how does he factor into the 2018 offseason? We'll talk about that. Also, we'll hear from James Rapian of ESPN Cincinnati, a guy who has covered AJ McCarron firsthand and what he has to say about the former Alabama Crimson Tide quarterback. But first, of course, our friends at Tap 14, 1920 Blake Street. Of course, a hop, skip, and a jump from Coors Field as we get closer and closer to summer. It's a great place to go in that terrific rooftop view all year long. I was down there a couple weeks ago in Chef Taylor Creedon's American Alpine Fair. I, t- I talk about it all the time, how it doesn't get bland. It rotates seasonally. It's great, but it's locally sourced, too. It's got a great vibe in the location, but, of course, my favorite. 100 Colorado distilled spirits. I'm at like 20, 25. I'm, I'm starting to get there trying all the different ones as they've got so many of them over there at tap 14. Of course, 70 Colorado beers as well. If you're a beer person, a connoisseur and you want to go check them out, be sure to do that at 1920 Blake street. That's tap 14 on the web to spell out 14 for me. Tap 14.com. That's tap 14.com. Who is AJ McCarron? Because a lot of people are asking this. He is not a guy who has had a lot of NFL experience because he has sat behind Andy Dalton in Cincinnati. Well, 28 years old this year. He is 6'3", 220. He ran a 4940, not the fastest guy in the world. So he's not a speed guy. Certainly wants to sit in the pocket. Had a ton of success experience in the college realm where of course he was uh, the Alabama Crimson Tide quarterback where he was the first quarterback to win back-to-back consensus national championships in the BCS era. He was only one of seven quarterbacks in history to win back-to-back titles in some form uh, of course in college and of course he was associated with three national championship teams under coach Nick Saban that would be 2009, 11, and 12. In the NFL, where he was drafted to Cincinnati. He's only thrown 133 passes, so real small sample size, six touchdowns to two picks. He's got 900 yards passing and a passer rating of 93.6, but of course he was the hot name at the trade deadline when the deal unfortunately fell through between Cincinnati and Cleveland. A lot of talks about how that deal fell through. That's a discussion for another day, but you know, the Browns, well, they browned. So it ends up where he stays. A Cincinnati Bengal does not get any experience throughout the year. And then of course now uh, wins his battle and he is a unrestricted free agent. He's welcome to sign anywhere. Now the Browns are expected to heavily pursue him. And it is a situation where, and this is where it brings up the first case for why Denver does not want to be involved with a guy like A.J. McCarron because with the Browns expected to heavily pursue him, they have a lot of ammo to win in a bidding war. This is not a situation like a Kirk Cousins where you're going to see massive amounts of deals because there's, there's no experience behind that. Now, certainly, I believe at least many are going to agree when I say that 
AJ McCurran's probably going to get more money than he should because he has no experience. But that said, that's what they're going to have to pay him to get him. So certainly it is not a situation where you want to get into a bidding war with a guy who simply has not done anything. Now, of course, the backup quarterback is always the most popular guy on the block. That's kind of how it works in the NFL. But the, the unknown is sexy to a lot of these GMs. You know, a lot of these GMs, they think, well, we, we don't know what his ceiling is. He could be great. That's what is so sexy to these GMs, and that's why they fall in love with guys, in particular ones who are very, very good in college, who just haven't had that shot in the NFL. I think of a couple ones right here in Colorado. I mean, uh, everybody remembers Tim Tebow and his amazing college career and how a coaching staff thought they could be the one to make him great. And we all remember how that turned out. So proven players are out there. And that's where we come to this second pillar here for Denver is why I really don't know if they should be looking at an A.J. McCarron because this is a team that needs somebody who is proven. And that's why the Kirk Cousins discussion is such highly talked about here in the Mile High City right now. Of course, you're going with the proven guy. You're going with a guy who year after year has put up big yardage, big completion percentage numbers as well, too, and has done it with a team that relatively around him has not been very successful. At least Niles Paul and Jameson Crowder, they're not really household names in the NFL. And so certainly is a guy that gives you that proven, can make you better. And that's where I want to turn to our first clip. And this is with uh, James Rapian of ESPN Cincinnati. He was on with Eric Goodman and Les Shapiro of Mile High Sports right here in Denver, AM 1340 FM 104.7. And he said, if you're looking for stability, well, A.J. McCarron may be your guy, but he's not a guy who may not be able to elevate the Broncos. Uh, well, they're, they're getting stability. I think that's what they would get. I think they're getting a guy who might not be able to elevate the Broncos, uh, but obviously... With that roster, he might not need to. I think that A.J. McCarron can be the leader you look for in a quarterback, can make the necessary throws. I just don't think he's that bona fide, going to put his team on his back and get him to a championship or carry them. With that said, at least from what I know about the Broncos roster, it is set up for a quarterback just to be stable, and you can have some success. So I think that A.J. McCarron going to Denver, it would make some sense depending on the money. James, that's not exactly a ringing endorsement. <laughs> no, I, I mean I think he's he, he's all right, but there, there is a reason he didn't start ahead of Andy Dalton. There, there's there's plenty of logic there. I mean, even at the end of the season, the, the Bengals stuck with, and I thought they should give AJ McCarron a shot when they were eliminated from the playoffs, but they still stuck with Andy. So I think it's clear they feel like Andy Dalton's better. And I don't know about you, but I don't think Andy Dalton's this this guy that's elevating talent around him. So. If AJ didn't start ahead of Andy, uh, that's just that's kind of a maybe not a knock on him, but that's just the reality of it. So again, James Rapian of ESPN Cincinnati on with Eric Goodman, Les Shapiro on Mile High Sports Radio, AM 1340 FM 104.7. It's the Broncos Blitz Podcast presented by Tap 14. In this second clip that I want to get to with James here in just a second, uh, they also talk about how there really shouldn't be stock held with Hugh Jackson trying to trade for A.J. McCarron. Now, of course, the Browns screwed that up late. We talked about that a little bit earlier in the podcast. But Hugh Jackson is a guy who knows who A.J. McCarron is and certainly tried to push for him. So 
Should we be putting stock into this, or is Hugh Jackson wrong? No, I, I don't necessarily think he's wrong. I think he was desperate. And when you're desperate, sometimes you make decisions. Uh, let's, I, I would never would have given up a, a second and a third round pick for, for a guy like A.J. McCarron. Now, can they, if they sign him as a free agent, that's fine. I get it, because the, the quarterback's list for the Browns is as long as, as can be. They need a, a stable quarterback, a guy that can come in there and just be all right and not turn the ball over and not just not be awful. I, you know, I think he's a, a C-plus to B-minus quarterback. Now, do we know? We, we have a small sample size. I just don't think that, that he's going to be this A-plus guy that comes from Bama, that's won a bunch of national championships, and is now going to win a bunch of Super Bowls unless he has a lot of talent around him. So again, James Rapian of ESPN Cincinnati on with Eric goodman Shapiro of Mile High Sports. I want to give you the scouting report. On A.J. McCarron, when he came out in college. Now, of course, A.J. McCarron, who uh, 28 years old this year, certainly has improved on these skills. But just to kind of give you an idea of what he was like, he was closely compared with Brody Croyle. Uh, now, if you remember Brody Croyle, former Kansas City quarterback who kind of was a journeyman, I really don't honestly know if Brody Croyle is still even in the league, but uh, this is a guy who kind of paired up with him because they lacked the arm strength, did not have a big arm, still does not have that big-time arm that, that makes you go, wow, holy cow, like, oh my gosh, that's eye-opening type power uh and so thus he's a guy who can't really run a big time vertical offense or a guy who can throw into super tight windows so thus he needs to improve that anticipation which was more on the mediocre side when he came out into the nfl draft now again i talked about it a little bit also uh, this is not a guy who was very mobile now of course drafted in 2014 aj mccarron uh, round five a guy who was later in the draft certainly has improved his stock since and is a guy who very likely could be getting a starting quarterback job but gosh I have to say he reminds me a lot of Trevor Simeon here in Denver a guy who does not do anything special a guy who is not going to kill you with his arm strength is not a guy who is deadly accurate not mobile he's just to, for a lack of a better term, he's just a guy. He's just an arm. And I, I think a little bit of that college success is uh, going along with the unknown and and the um, mystique of what the backup quarterback brings. Because let's face it, they're always the most popular guy on the block. Because any time that you don't have a solidified starter, a guy who is absolutely the guy at the number one quarterback position, you're always looking over your shoulder as that guy. You're thinking, oh man, when's the, it could be next week when the next guy could be coming in. But it's interesting to note, even with the Cincinnati Bengals, who had a quarterback like that, who is not, I think most people would consider the guy or a big time starter, a premier top talent quarterback in Andy Dalton, a guy who is 63 and 44. His completion percentage is in the low sixties and he he's nobody who's had playoff success. I believe he's only gone to the playoffs once where he did lose and, and certainly is one of those where, you know, he's, he's a guy. He can get you a, a six, seven, eight game win season, maybe even nine or ten, and get to the playoffs once in a while. But he needs to be surrounded by talent. Isn't that what Denver has right now? 
Isn't that what Denver has right now with Paxton Lynch, Trevor Simeon, Brock Osweiler, where they have to be surrounded by talent in order to win? Well, we're talking about Andy Dalton here. Let's remember, A.J. McCarron never beat out Andy Dalton for that number one quarterback position in Cincinnati. There is a reason why Cincinnati is saying, you know what? Bon voyage to you, A.J. McCarron. Hey, thanks for being involved in our system, and we wish you luck down the road. If he was that good, they would keep him. If he was also that much better than Andy Dalton, he would have started over Andy Dalton. Now, you can make their arguments about the poor coaching and how they, they don't you know know really what they're doing in Cincinnati. Whatever, that's a whole dis- discussion for another story. But this is a guy who did not beat out Andy Dalton for the starting position. Never was it a discussion, and yet Cincinnati was still actively trying to move him at the trade deadline. That fell through, and now all of a sudden they do not have an A.J. McCarron anymore. So certainly going to be an interesting discussion to monitor, and of course you could do that at milehighsports.com. It's the Broncos Blitz Podcast presented by Tap 14, 1920 Blake Street. Oh, Oh, they got great stuff over there. Go check it out. The 70 Colorado beers on tap, the 100 Colorado distilled spirits. My personal fave, the Colorado distilled spirits and the great people there. You walk in, they're just so nice and and they are opening and uh, love those guys down there. And we thank, of course, Tap 14 for helping uh, us uh, partners here at the Broncos Blitz podcast. Tap14.com, that's tap14.com. So to wrap, again, you you have a guy in Trevor Simeon and Paxton Lynch who are not good enough for the job. That's already been made clear. And I think most would agree, Andy Dalton, even if you had the opportunity to get a guy like Andy Dalton, is probably not what you're ideally looking for either. And yet we, for whatever the reason why, because it's unknown, because he was the up because we haven't seen him yet that he's supposed to be just that much better. I don't buy it. The Broncos should be passing on AJ McCarron and should be looking at different options. And certainly, obviously that top option being Kirk Cousins. I know everybody wants to talk about how Oh, well, we just keep hearing about Kirk Cousins, this or that. Well, it, that's that for a reason. He is that good. So of course, Broncos Blitz podcast, you can check out the archives twice a week. Usually have my co-host Sean Drotar with me as well too. And, uh, you know, maybe a guest here or there. So be sure to check out the Broncos Blitz podcast. That would be at milehighsports.com. Previous archives located at milehighsports.com.